What's up, you guys? It's your girl Shaquana, and welcome to another episode of Adjusted Frequency. I know I've been gone for a while, and honey, I ain't got no excuses. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to y'all. I was going through my own, I would say, inner turmoil, and just dealing with some things that I know are gonna be challenges in my life, and just really learn how to overcome them. And this was the, it was like one of the biggest tests in my life at the time. But I'm just happy that God brought me through and that I'm back and I'm here and I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling more equipped to deal with my self in all facets that create me. Okay. Um, so today I want to just kind of go back over the, what I ha- what happened, not what I happened. Oh gosh. What happened during the time that I was during my little hiatus. I mean, I guess you could say all my little hiatus um, during the springtime. And why I decided to take that particular time to send away, I guess is the best way to say it. Um, a lot of things have happened in the springtime. And when the summertime came, I was in tackle mode. I just really wanted to do some things and get it popping. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today. Um, I wanted to just let y'all know that I'm back and I'm happy. Um, and I really appreciate y'all for thugging it through, supporting me throughout asking me when I'm going to repost and do all types of things. So I really appreciate y'all for sticking through that, through that storm with me, because I know it could have been very disappointing for you guys, especially if you are really rocking with me and enjoying the show. And then boom, she going like sis was really good. So this is a new little segment I have, and it's going to be me doing a theme song of the week. Okay. My theme song of the week is going to come from one of my ultimate favorite shows of all time. And that is the Golden Girls. This is for you. Thank you for being a friend. Nah, mm -mm, no, we're not going to do that. I'm going to put a clip in here one of these days. And we're going to let that happen. Because my singing is strictly for me, my vehicle, my shower, and my family who has to endure it. Alright guys, so a lot of you know my story. A lot of you know that I started this podcast for many reasons and I've stopped a couple of times throughout this journey of getting this podcast together and you know, I'm going to be honest, starting the podcast was easy, being consistent with the podcast was a lot harder than I expected because I chose to talk about a topic that most people don't like to really get deep into discussing and that's talking about mental health and emotional wellness and all those good things. It's difficult because at least in my culture, the way I grew up, um, not a lot of people that I was around and growing up with were able to have these avenues of feeling really, really open and honest with themselves to speak on issues that they feel, whether it's internally or if it's something that happens to them and, and it's with another person in their life. So, For me, it took a lot of understanding and patience to really get to a place where I wasn't offended by the fact that people didn't have these tools. I'm not perfect. I'm never, ever going to claim to be perfect because that's not, it's not a real thing. Um, But I can say that in my household, when I was very young, I lived with my grandmother and she was and still is the rock of my family. Um, 
it's kind of funny that she's the rock because she's this really soft-spoken woman and you know she's god-fearing she goes to church devoutly and she has her prayers and i mean even at a very young age i was trained to know that when nana is in there doing her prayer she got her prayer pillow out you don't go in there interrupting you don't be making all this loud noise and it wasn't even something that she requested of me it's just her consistency and her diligence with doing it made me respect what she was doing so much so that even as a young child, whether I really fully understood the concept of God or just had my, my, my limits of what I, uh, attained God as like what I imagined God to be at that age, I respected it so much more because she was so consistent. It was such a large part of her life and I saw how much it meant to her. And I talked to my grandma earlier this week actually, and was, you know, just telling her a lot of things that help mold me as a woman. So I'm going to dedicate the next couple of episodes to the one and only Lorraine. Uh, she is AKA my Nana and she's the woman who I would definitely say has probably had the most with instilling core values in me at such a young age, instilling core values of self love, self appreciation, self esteem, all those things. Um, my other family members definitely had, a lot to do with that as well but for me personally my grandmother was like the end all be all when it comes to just making me feel precious and important so when I was talking to my grandmother um, I explained to her or I should say I explained to her often when we have our numerous conversations uh, about what it is that I'm doing why I'm doing it etc my grandma is one of those exceptional seniors <laughs> that you meet be, because she doesn't she doesn't believe in generational curses. She doesn't believe in um, age as a hindrance for anything in your life. Um, she's always been the type of woman who pushes through. And, you know, when you're younger and you, and you see adults around you, people who raise you, you know, living their everyday life, you don't appreciate those types of things until you get older and you realize how, how much you have to persevere through and you realize that this person's lived longer than you. So then it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, you know, listening to their story and their perspective on things. My grandmother grew up, you know, she, she didn't have a high school education. She you know, grew up in, in Brownsville, New York, you know what I mean? It was, it was tough back then. She was, uh, facing a lot of social, economical, racial, uh, gender, everything, you know, um, divides at that time, because back in those days, you are, you weren't treated, uh, as equal. We're still fighting for rights right now. So my grandma really persevered, persevered through a lot. And, for her to be the type of woman that she was raising a millennial grandchild, she was very open in comparison to a lot of my friends and family members around me because they were stifled and not because people didn't love them or care for them, but it's just, unfortunately, there's a lot of residue from, you know, generations past of how we raise our children. And we typically in black community will raise our children to be like, you know, seen but not heard type of deal and my grandma didn't have that same type of thought with me she always told me to speak up for myself do what's right um you know and she also saw very very early on in my life that I was 
I had a knack for some to be creative, to do something creative. Uh, she had me in dance at a very young age. She uh, really, really just her and my family really invested in my imagination when I was younger by giving me toys that helped build my imagination and, and taking me places that helped build my knowledge that made me want to explore more and do more. And they really gave me a well-rounded childhood um, to the best of their ability. And I just see all of those things in me now. And I think about how strong my grandmother really made me as a young black girl back in those days. I even remember my first, I had Barbie dolls, but I remember the first doll that mattered to me was this, uh, was, was this Kenya doll. I don't know if anybody else is familiar with the Kenya doll. I don't know how popular it was everywhere, but I know in New York in the nineties, this was like the it doll. Okay. She was this about maybe 14 inch doll that she would get and she had her African dashiki and everything else and I just was like in love with this doll and my neighbor actually upstairs uh rest in peace Miss Ann actually got it for me but I remember in those moments how my grandmother just would talk to me and ask me questions about my doll like she was a real person she really just fed into that energy and as I grew and went through my own phases you know being a teenager being you know, 18 thinking I know everything and then, you know, going through my twenties and really dealing with different heartbreaks, etc. Um, I realized that my grandmother has always and continued to be that same person who always speaks into the energy of who I am as a creative. It blew my mind because we were talking on the phone literally the other day and she mentioned the fact that I need to call Tyler Perry. <laughs> okay, now this is this is my grandma, Queen said of Queen of Shade. Okay, she's the Christian tr- Shade Tree. Okay, she's the Christian Shade Tree. So she sits there and she's like, "Yeah, Quana, you you need to call Tyler Perry." Now my grandma just thinks that I got connections with everybody. She she understands what social media is, and so she just thinks, "Oh yeah, well you can get in contact with Oprah." It it doesn't work like that, Nana. But you know what? Do your thing, girl. If you believe in me that much, I'm with it. So she's always like, you know, call Steve Harvey, call Oprah, da, da, da. So now it's called Tyler Perry because she didn't heard about Tyler Perry not being Medea no more. And she is not okay with that. She loves Medea. She said Medea reminds her of my great grandmother. Um, and she says she likes to have the the videos, the plays, the movies, all that. She told me to call Tyler Perry, tell him he can't do it because Nana loves Medea. So y'all hashtag <laughs> say Nana loves Medea and get Tyler Perry <laughs> to just, Show up for my grandma. Send her a video clip, Tyler. That's all we need. A video clip of you just saying, hey, Lorraine, this is Medea. <laughs> I don't do a good Medea voice. Plus my throat. I don't know what's going on today. My allergies be cutting up, so I can't do my impressions today. But yeah. So, of course, we laughing about this, that, and the third or whatever. So then she just goes, you've been broadcasting? Because my grandma thinks my podcast is directly on the radio. Like, she thinks I'm doing some morning show thing, okay? She thinks I'm like Steve Harvey morning show. Any Tom Joyner morning show. She thinks I'm, whatever she knows in her radio repertoire, that's where she thinks I'm at. And I've explained to her what it is. But you know what? If, you, if the radio is the closest thing to understanding it, then cool. Whatever. Me and my grandma, we, we, we do this, you know? And, yeah, so she asked me. Are you, have you been broadcasting? I ain't heard you say nothing about you broadcasting. And it was just like a moment where I had to tell her, I was like, you know what, Nana, I really, I had to do some real immediate self-reflection. Like it was a year's, a year checkup, I guess you could say, because 
I experienced um, a life-changing event in the beginning. And I mean, like, January 1st, January 6th, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the beginning of 2018, I experienced, like, a life-changing event that affected me for the first quarter of the year. And I didn't realize at that time how much it just it motivated me it it gave me drive but i think because i didn't deal with the emotions completely like I, I really didn't even open up to my my therapist about the situation at the time because i was just kind of like eh, mm, I, um you know what no as a matter of fact i wasn't even in therapy at the time so yeah i was feeling all types of ways about this life changing event and i decided okay you know what i do need to go ahead utilize the blessings that i do have and go ahead and seek a therapist start going to therapy, talked about it, got through the hunk and chunk of it and started dealing with some other, you know, issues. Not, I don't even want to say issues because there's, I'm, I'm not like problematic. Who I am as a person is not problematic. It's just, I've experienced things and I'm unlearning. So there's some things that I had to unlearn and, you know, unpack even, you know, by myself when I wasn't with my therapist, I still had to do the work, you know? And so in comes 2019 I'm feeling like a whole new bag of fucking money. Y'all seen my pictures on Instagram. If you haven't seen them, go on there. Scroll. My birthday is New Year's Eve, baby. Check me out. I have my emerald green dress on. You couldn't tell me I couldn't be in the whiz. Okay. I, I had my hair popping. Okay. It was my first time making my own little ponytail with some, with some extra hair, honey. I was feeling myself, honey. Yes. And the momentum was going. First half of the year, I was putting out, I mean, well, I say first half, huh? it's not even, whatever you get what I'm saying. First quarter of the year, I'm putting out the podcast on a regular basis. I'm posting, I'm doing all these good things. I'm taking photo shoots and everything I'm doing me. I'm living my best little life, honey. Yes. And then the year's anniversary of said situation came up and you never really know, um, what a life-changing event especially like a loss how that affects you until you deal with it again or, or until it's brought back to your attention once again so here I was running from the reality of what had happened to me and then now I'm facing that truth right in its face once again a new year um and I'm just going to be transparent with you guys because I'm not embarrassed about it. I did say that I was going to speak about this in time when I was ready. Um, I spoke about this last summer. And um, basically, I had decided to have an abortion. I found out I was pregnant and the situation was pretty dire uh, for me at that time. Um, I'm living with my parents, saving up for a home. I have my son. I'm dealing with, you know, I'm in therapy. I'm dealing with all these things. I'm, cr I'm literally cracking the pot open on figure out who I am. And here I am with another child on the way. And a lot of people would be like, yo, why would you not be happy? But da, 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 da. Uh, I don't know if y'all know, but, um, my son and I's father, we have a great co-parenting relationship. We don't have no issues, no drama, no nothing. I could not sit, see myself, put myself in a situation that was going to affect myself in a way that wouldn't allow me to be the best parent that I can be to my son while he's here. And then also put another child in a situation where I would not be prepared for that child. And, and, and I would have just broken down. It, it was just a lot. Okay. The whole situation. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to take a minute cause I can't believe I actually admitted that. 
but it is my truth and I'm not ashamed because I, I, I did my, my bidding with God. I prayed. I talked to God about my decisions. It hurt me because I love kids. And I know there's a lot of women in the world who, who have a hard time conceiving, um, carrying, um, you know, and all of that. And fertility is a very personal and private issue. And it's something that even though I may be a little bit exposed because of it and people are going to have their judgments, they're going to say things about me and everything else. And I understand you have all the right to feel however you want to feel about what I said, but it was the decisions I, I made for my life. No one else is paying bills for me. No one else is feeding the child that I brought into this world. And the expectation would be that I would have to be the grade A premium fucking cut mom for this child that I was very ill prepared for. I'm not saying I was super prepared for my son when I had him at the time, but the situation was definitely different. I was, he was in a two parent household at the time. Me and his father were working things out. Uh, we still had already discussed how we wanted to raise our child, everything that me in this particular situation with this, this fella, it was not that situation. So I had to be very, uh, realistic about what I was going to do. So once I made that decision and like I said, I just ran from it. I was like, Lord, if, if you just, you know, bless me, forgive me for this and, you know, uh, allow me to just flourish and everything else. I'm follow through. I'm do this. I'm a blah, 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 blah. And, and, and everything was going great. Everything really was. I, I, I was abstaining for a while. Um, you know, I, I ended up meeting the absolute light and love of my shining little heart right now. You know, so he's, he's, he's the love of my life. And I met him at a time where I really wasn't even expecting to meet anyone else to bring into my family unit with Caden. So God was like, yeah, yeah, girl. All right. You, I'm blessing you. I'm blessing you. And then the test came and that was facing me. And I mean, it was, it wasn't just the situation of me thinking, oh man, remember last year what happened? And I was all by myself for the most part. I mean, my, my closest friends and my cousin were with me, but I was by myself dealing with it, feeling it, you know, the whole mental process. If, you, if you've ever been in that situation or you know someone's been in that situation, don't judge them. People make their own decisions. It just, the part that hurt me the most was watching all those women in that room and just the somber, you know, mood and everything that was over them. The, the, the way that when you enter that space, it's already negativity outside the door, people yelling and chanting and, and hitting your car and everything. It's just, it was a lot. It was sensory overload. And it, in, in that moment, I could understand how those women could feel scared, feel ashamed, feel embarrassed, feel less than, feel unequipped. Um, everybody, just because you have the, the, the mechanism to have a child does not need to do so. And some people would have been like, yeah, the adoption route and everything else. But in my situation, if I would have given birth to a child that looked anything like me, <laughs> ain't no way I would have been able to give my baby up for adoption. And that's just me being real. That's just me telling my truth of the, of the matter. It was tough holding this in and, and keeping it to myself because I'm a pretty honest and open person. And my whole thing is the reason why I'm telling my stories because I know there's probably someone else who went through that situation and probably felt the same way. Um, or felt other ways, you know, for me at that, at that moment, there was moments I felt cowardly. There was moments that I felt like I was cursing myself. Um, you know, 
for my from having future children. I went to the doctor. I had her check out everything because I was so afraid. I was so scared. Um, and when you don't when you don't have full scopes on things like abortion or uh, or even preventative care as far as like you know some women want to have like surgeries to have their uterus removed whatever hysterectomies etc some people don't have access to those things those thoughts or whatever so mind you while there are uh ramifications that someone may or may not deal with believe you me that is between them and whoever they believe in their higher power so whatever anyone has to say about the decisions i've made in my life again you're not feeding me you're not fucking me and you're not clothing my family so i really do not have any care um, to what you have to say. I respect your opinion, but it's not going to affect me. I'm not going to change the way I do my life. I'm still going to do this podcast. I'm still going to be open and honest and I'm going to keep pushing through. So once the year anniversary popped up, of course, at this point, I'm like, man, last year was a doozy. This and this was going on. I wasn't prepared to be a mom yet. Now I'm with this guy and we're, you know, we're all talking about futures and, and, and empires and et cetera. And I was this dog ass bitch. This is literally what I told myself. I was a dog ass bitch for what I did last year. In that moment, I had this, I, I literally was like, ah, 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 uh, hold up, sis. Wait a minute. What I did for myself in that moment and what I chose to do cannot be reversed. And when I prayed to God and asked for forgiveness, I laid my burdens down. Why, sis, are we still worried about this? Why are we still talking about this? And I'm going to tell you why. Because I am the type of person that strives to be perfect, even though I know there is no such thing. It's a little asinine. I waited during that period because I started getting like depressed about the situation. I tried to go out of town with my boo and we had a great time. Like I had a wonderful time, but in the back of my mind that was still in my head. Then I started having some issues with a close friend. So, you know, and not even just a close friend, but then I had family, you know, family uh, drama going on at the same time. So it's like all these things piling up on top of each other. And I got these, I got these three, three, four, five, six blessings in my hand that I'm trying to focus on. But some of them I'm letting slip away, like my opportunity with the podcast or my opportunities to network and do things with other people, my opportunities to, grow and really see myself in the in the best position for myself whether it be physically mentally or emotionally uh spiritually you know all those things so needless to say i tried to get back into recording every time i started recording it sounded like i was doing somebody else's podcast i like to listen to podcasts like the read super soul sundays uh Deadass with Kadena DeVal. I like listening to Jesus and Jalof, uh, you know, and a plethora of others, a plethora of others. So as I was trying to record, I realized, okay, I'm doing this like so-and-so, or I'm doing this like who and who, you know what? That's not, that's not me. That's not making me feel comfortable. That's not what I'm coming here to talk about. I'm not a trending topic type of chick. Okay. I'm not the type of girl who's going to be in here talking about what everybody A, B, C, and D did not on this podcast. When I started this podcast, the intention of it was to speak my truth and also to open up people's eyes to be aware of their mental health. 
we experience things. We're human. We get exposed to different things in our lives and everybody has different perspectives. But you have to understand that you have to keep pushing forward. If I wouldn't have wasted time wallowing in sorrow about something, a decision I already had made and came to terms with, who knows what I could have been doing this summer. I could have been having a true, true hot girl summer. It'd have been a muy caliente summer if you if you feel me, dog. Because who knows what the po- where the podcast could have been at that time, right? Am I going to hold myself down because I didn't do? No. Instead, what I decided to do was take action. And instead of sitting here talking about all the things I didn't do, I just went ahead and was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and record, talk about this, and be honest about it. Get this monkey up off my back. Because there's no point of lying about it. I'm not the only one. I'm not the last. And especially with women's rights being diminished left and right, as you can see in some states, Georgia, Alabama, it's really important for me to sit here and open up and, and just talk about another perspective. Everybody thinks that people who are going and making decisions to, you know, decisions like this for themselves are always because they poor and they this and they that it has sometimes it has nothing to do with that there was married women in there who just don't have uh, they don't have the space to be sitting here talking about another kid they hug or you don't know what's basically at the end of the day you don't know what somebody's reason is and it's not your your job to rationalize why somebody chose to do what they did and when god decides to bless me with my beautiful beautiful future son or daughter i will be living my best life still and I would be just so thankful that God gave me the opportunity to do this again. And if not, and it's only my son rocking out here, well, God gave me the one good swell chance to do something super honorable. So I'm going to do those things. And if my baby is doing adjusted frequency and doing my YouTube channel and inspiring the world, then you know what? I birthed all of these happy people. That's how I feel. There is no stopping something that is you, that is just yourself. Like how could you, what? You wake up. That's you. Stop trying to stop you. We put on masks for most things, right? You put a mask on for your interview. You put a mask on for your first date. You put a mask on for this and da-da-da in the store, blah, blah, blah. Do you know who you are? Do you remember who you are? Before everybody else started telling you who you were, before all these situations and and, and pictures on Instagram, everything else started showing you what you should be, do you remember who you were? And that was the moment that I had when I talked to my grandmother. When she asked me about broadcasting, the first thing I thought was, yo, why haven't I? She over here talking about me calling Tyler Perry, regardless if she understood what social media thinks or how it works, she really thinks I got those connects. So if my grandma believes in me, regardless of what decisions I made in my life, period, then I should believe in myself too. So that's why I jumped back on this podcast and really want to let y'all know that there is freedom when I and, and when I do this podcast, there's freedom for me. I get to speak my truth in my own way, tell my story in my own way, and regardless of who listens to it, at the end of the day, they can always say that I'm genuinely, truly myself, and that's all I live for. Because when I'm able to be myself to the fullest and highest and best use, I'm happier, feel more peace. I can be more aware of what's going on. I'm more happier in each and every moment. It's just super dope. So that's why I'm back on this podcast because I love y'all and I appreciate y'all for stepping in and being there and supporting me. And as soon as I drop 
the the information. Y'all be like, where's the link? How do I get it? La da da. I, I fucks with y'all. Okay, the long way. So, with that being said, we're gonna try something new on this podcast and we're gonna do listener letters now i might give them some fancy name later but as of right now i don't have any listener letters ain't nobody listening to the to this podcast episode yet i just put it out and plus i didn't have anything for y'all to send listener letters to and i asked y'all to dm me at first but i really respect the fact that y'all didn't because i don't want all that in my personal dm so that's actually not a bad thing but if you would like to submit any shout outs any uh uh shout out any businesses or person instagram page uh charity anything like that send me a listener letter let me know i definitely would like to do some spotlights especially if you're local here in charlotte but i will do across the nation as well and you can send your listener letters if you want to ask me specific questions about anything or the previous episodes to adjustedfrequency at gmail.com and I'm really, really excited for this journey, you guys. I really hope that this go round, we have more interaction, okay? Can I get you guys to kind of interact with me? But I really do appreciate y'all again. Um, I don't know how many times I can say it. I'm just so appreciative to all the supporters I do have out there. Y'all are super dope. Y'all rock out with your cock out, nine to five, and then from five to nine. So um, follow me on my Instagram pages. I said pages like, oh yeah, I do got to. Ha <laughs> ha. Follow me on my Instagram pages at Adjusted Frequency for updates on the podcast and everything podcast related. And follow me on at Shaquan Lene if you would like more information about my YouTube channel or me doing some comedy or anything like that when I'm just being my whole awesome, ridiculous, weirdo self. Oh, cr- mm, I shouldn't have tried that. I told y'all my throat be acting up, my allergies and stuff. What am I thinking? Y'all stay adjusted. Peace.